Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators. That's right. We're diving deep into the important stuff, the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work-life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership. So whether you're a principal, leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive impact in the world, this podcast is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. Kev, hey, are you uh, into any shows lately? Are you guys doing any binge-watching uh, shows? Yeah, we've been binge-watching um, Suits. Oh, yeah, Suits. Right? What do you that think of that suits. one? It's good. It's fine. It's 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 not, like, earth-shattering or anything. It's one of those ones that you can just kind of get lost in. And um, we got about half of the last season left. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? You know, that's, it's it's a perfect time for me. Obviously, it's, you know, mid-December here, but we're we're busy with school and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, too, it's always a good time, too, especially here in Minnesota where it's cold and oh, yeah. all that other stuff in the winter. But, you know, binge-watching shows, so Suits. All right, I might have to check out Suits. So I will see what I think about that. Are you ready to go today? Bob? I'm ready, as always. Let's uh, work on raising that frequency today. Yeah, let's go spread some good out in the podcast universe. Folks, we're excited to be checking in with you today. I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost. Hey, and we are the Two Principles. Hey, if this is your first time tuning into the 2P Pod, we really appreciate you checking us out. We know you have a wealth of opportunities to listen to podcasts out there in the podcast universe. So sitting down and uh, listening to these two jokers, we always appreciate the uh, the time. You call us jokers, I, I call do. us principles. <laughs> yeah, one and the <laughs> we same. We are... Hey, we are two uh, living, breathing uh, principles, and we enjoy what we do, and uh, we enjoy just hanging out and enjoying life and uh, just trying to get better every day. And KJ and I are on our own journeys, and hopefully you're on your journey to a healthier and happier you as well, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey, if you ever want to check more about uh, the two principles, you can check us out on our website at twoprinciples.com. Uh, we do have a blog. You can find that blog on our website. Uh, you can also, you know, that's usually gets put out on social media and all that other good stuff as well, too. You can f- find us on X and Instagram and YouTube and whatever else is out there. But uh, we, we try to stay active uh, there as well. So if you want to check us out there, please do so. And again, we appreciate all of you listening and grateful for our listeners and their followers and our subscribers. Hey, Kevin. The anthem yeah. for today's show. What do we got? Going back a little bit. I'm going with... Uh, well, I, I see it. I'm going to just play it. Let's yeah, just... play it. Yeah, I put it up there for you. It's a great one. Yeah, John Lennon. The title of this song is called Imagine. So this is our anthem. For today's show. How do you listen to this and not just almost get goosebumps? I know. Just touch that. a good one. Yeah, and this song was released in 1971 as part of the album called Imagine. Uh, 
like you said, it's become one of the most iconic and enduring songs in popular music history. Hey, the lyrics imagine promote a vision of uh, world peace, unity, and harmony, reflecting Lennon's dedication to activism and his desire to inspire positive change through his music. And so I thought that would be a great anthem today as we're talking about a topic near and dear to my heart. I know, uh, you know, this is a topic we have conversations on and we continually practice this. But it's just being mindful and being present mm-hmm. and, and how we can do that as a leader. So great tune, my friend. That's our anthem for today's show. It's good. I love it. Hey, uh, random question of the show today. Yep. What do you got? Here it is. Is it going to be you... if I want like hot dogs for toes or anything or no? <laughs> uh, do you want, uh, if you could grow a plant... I'm just kidding. No, uh, here it is. It kind of goes along, uh, you know, with today's show. But okay. would you rather? Would you rather have a leader who makes quick decisions, or a leader who takes their time before making important decisions? Hmm. Well, obviously, there's situations that call for both. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make an assumption that somebody who is making quick decisions consistently is probably not making the best decisions. So. I'm just going to, I'm going to go with, take your time, take your time, get it right. Even if it takes a little bit longer, if I've got to be patient, um, I'd rather have it be right than, than now, because I think poor decisions just end up, you know, it's like, don't, don't always take a shortcut, right? Cause it's, you end up spending more time trying to get where you're going. Well, let me ask you this then, since you know, you're a leader, you're a principal, mm-hmm. what, where do you fall on this when you have to make decisions? Well, I what, think, uh, I think I can do both. I think it depends mm-hmm. on the situation. I think we all, I mean, there's situations obviously where you have to make a quick decision. Um, you know, crises don't wait. Right. Right. Uh, uh, an emergency doesn't wait for you to have time to sit down and reflect. So right. it depends on the situation. Um, there's certainly, there's certainly opportunity for decisions to be made um, with a little bit more care and thought and, and, um, drawn out and being able to collaborate with people. But so I think, I think principles, I think they, they, you know, run the whole spectrum. I do too. And I think there, you said it earlier, you think different, different times, different, uh, questions, different decisions call for different actions. If it's going to be quicker, if you need to, you, you know, have some more thought, but it leads us right into today's topic, Kevin. It's the power of mindfulness in the principalship. Okay. So mindfulness in the principalship and how that can uh, impact you as a leader. And I think it's important for us. Again, we're in the heart of what I call the the holiday season. We're in mid-December here. And we can get caught up in so much of the 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 external stuff at work and then out at home as well too. And all the things that are going on with maybe events or uh, holiday parties or things you're going to with food and all that stuff. And you you can really get, I will call it spinning. And so today I really want to have a conversation for principals here. How can we stay grounded with 
all of maybe what I'll say chaos that can happen around us. And so that's that's the that's the topic of today's show, Kevin. Um, finding that mindful approach with that. So we have a fascinating topic. It's the power of mindfulness in the principalship. Today's episode, we're going to uncover the benefits of mindfulness, discuss some key statistics, explore some in-depth questions, and provide actionable strategies and advice for principles. So, Kevin, let's just dive right into this. I, hey, I, I feel like I could almost put this on autopilot for you because I know you, th- this, <laughs> this is in your wheelhouse. I mean, this this is. This is, I, I full transparency, I struggle with this one, with this topic. I know, but hey, I will tell you over the last year, just knowing who you are and watching you, you have grown in this area. And this yeah. would be one of those areas where, um, you have grown. And I know you say that you struggle with it. I think we all struggle yeah. with it, but this has definitely been an area of growth for you and you, you put some time into it. So yeah, for me, this has been something I've been working on for, for years now. Uh, I, you know, I'm married to a, I'm going to call a mindfulness guru, yeah. uh, therapist who, um, has been studying this and, and, you know, she's got books laying around all over the place. Yeah. You've seen, you've seen all the books. Yep. And so, I take a, I read these books, so you know that's good. But let's let's start with this. I want to ask you, yeah. Kevin, for just for the principles out there. Why don't you just let's just describe what mindfulness sure. is for principles here? I'm going to take a stab at it, and I want you to correct me on anything that I'm uh, saying saying wrong. Because <laughs> you, you, I think you know what though. I think you're pretty good at this. You're well, just, you're, you're playing this off. All right, let's 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 give it a shot. So so mindfulness, generally speaking. It's it's a it's a practice. We're gonna you're probably gonna hear yep. that word a lot today. Yes, um, that's a word that I've come to learn over the last year. I I never knew that mindfulness was considered a practice, um, but it's a practice of of being fully present and mm-hmm. and and an awareness. Um, mm-hmm. And here's the key, I think, at least what I've learned is it's without judgment, and Absolutely. and that is the hardest part. Then when I say I struggle with mindfulness, I think that's the most difficult aspect of this. Um, it involves paying attention to your thoughts, your feelings, the environment that you're in, um, being conscious of your your um, your reactions and your responses to situations, mm-hmm. and so it's just this culminating, overarching awareness of everything that's happening to you, but in the moment. Yeah, it, it's it, that that's the key. It's the moment. It's not about hey, sitting here. And thinking about what's happening tomorrow or next week, it's it's this awareness being connected to the moment, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. You tell me. I, no, I think you you were dead on there. I think what you, when you talk about the, you, the the keywords I'm taking out of it, and the keywords I would say for principles is it's a practice. It's being fully present, um, being in the moment, moment, noticing your thoughts, your feelings, being aware of your surroundings. Um, and the key piece there that you that you talk about, and maybe an area that you struggle with, is without judgment mm-hmm. and just noticing that. And so I think that I think how you said that there was awesome. I think mindfulness for principles really can help leaders um, really create a sense or, or cultivate a sense of compassion and empathy and understanding in their interactions with staff and students and parents. And I think that's really important. Because we deal with staff, we deal with students, and we deal with parents all the time. And so if we can become 
you know, more present without judgment and being aware in the moment and paying attention to those thoughts and those feelings and, and, and those emotions, like you said, that's really going to help principles uh, make more effective and thoughtful decisions. I think it's going to help you manage your stress. And ultimately, it's going to create, I believe, a positive and supportive school environment. So we've laid out what is mindfulness for principles, mm-hmm. right? We've mm-hmm. laid it out. This is what it is. What, why is it, why would it be, why would people do it then? What, what are some of the statistics or what are some of the facts out there on why mindfulness is important for principals or leaders? Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you know, already expressed kind of the, the, the over, you know, the, the, the why, the, the being able to make more effective and thoughtful decisions, manage stress, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, so some stats here to kind of back that up, you know, Here's, here's one, a 2017 study published in the Journal of School Leadership. 45% of principals reported that they felt high levels of stress, and 61% said that their job was always or often overwhelming. That's, a, that's I mean, think about that. More than half you know, your day is you're, you're feeling stressed. Uh, mindfulness. And that's in 2017. Right. So Pre-pandemic, when, when, yeah, all when that. We, yeah, when we, when we pulled these, you know, yeah. some of these we got, because a lot of times you can't get that, yeah. you know, up-to-date research. Exactly, exactly. And so mindfulness in general, those practices, they've been shown to help reduce stress levels and, and improve your overall well-being. So if if 61% of, or 45% of principals saying that 61% of their days are high high stress, <laughs> man, we got to do something about that. Yeah. Okay, that, that, uh, you yeah. know. Similar one, 2019 report from this is collaborative for academic, social, and emotional learning. Um, found that 93% of principals believe that social and emotional skills are teachable. Okay, mm-hmm. mindfulness is often included in social, social and emotional learning uh, programs as a way to help students and, by extension, principals develop these skills. We've been, you know, SEL that's been around for a while, and and so yeah. we've been pushing it, and and that's great. And I think there has been over the last couple of years maybe this this slow kind of transition and this shift, this this mindset shift to knowing that, hey, this stuff is is not just for the kids. This stuff needs to be, we need to consume this as as yeah. educators as well. This is this is good for us. Um well, what about like, you know, we were talking a little bit today, just your stress levels, right? As a principal and the, the what you go through during your day, your cortisol levels and all that yeah. stuff. And we're always trying to figure out ways to get your stress levels back to yep. a maybe calm. Hey, mindfulness plays a big part it, in that. It does, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go off off uh, track here a little bit because I have a real life scenario that I want to talk about, and yeah. it ties directly into this. Um, I just recently, I didn't, I, in fact, I didn't even talk to you about this, but I just recently have gotten the uh, whoop um, oh, yeah, uh, wristband. Right, it. I was talking, talking about wanting about to get it, it for yeah. a while. Yeah. One of the things that it does is it tracks, it gives you a stress score, it tracks your daily stress, and it does it through a combination of your heart rate, your heart rate variability, um, respiration rate. I mean, it's so you wear it, for those that don't know what WHOOP is, it's just a, um, a wearable uh, technology that tracks all sorts of different metrics. You wear it 24 hours a day, you never take it off. And I was, just for fun, I was looking at my stress level at the end of today, and I had a huge spike hmm. right in the middle of the day during what? What do you think? My guess would be lunchtime. Yep. 
during lunch. <laughs> now, here's the interesting part, and this is what I'm so curious about and why I wanted to get this technology. Lunch wasn't even stressful today. At no, least from a from a from a like a, an obvious standpoint, we didn't have any behaviors. We didn't have like literally to me, lunch was very enjoyable today. Yeah, but what's happening? What's happening at the at the endocrine level? Something's going on because for an hour and a half today, my whoop says I was stressed based on the metrics that it's measuring. Hmm. Okay, that's very interesting to me. So here's what I'm gonna do. And I think I'm going to use mindfulness as a way to try to experiment with this. I'm going to mm-hmm. see if I can get my stress levels to be measured low, you know, during lunch yeah. and and figure out different techniques and strategies during that time to see if I can actually get my score to come down. So there's <laughs> a very it. real, real life that uh, experience that even if you're, and that's the important piece that I'm learning from this is, even if there's not something outwardly happening that is causing you, you know, obvious stress, there's mm-hmm. still stuff happening in your body oh, yeah. that you're not even aware of. And right. you, and if and, that happens chronically, that's not good. Right. And, and I'm going to, you know, it's going to be funny now, now that I know that you have to ask that. my number I'm, every day. <laughs> I'm at certain points. I'm going to ask, what are you coming man? out what of a meeting, at? going into a meeting, I'm going to be like, where's it at? Yeah, it goes, it's from zero to three. It's from zero to three. And I topped out at 2.9 for about an wow. hour and a half. Yeah. Right during that time. Interesting. Okay, yeah, we'll have to pay attention. And then that's a good, that's a, you know, yep. that will help you bring you back to the present, right? That'll bring you back to the present moment and notice how you feel and all that stuff. Right. So that'll be exactly. Right. 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 So some other interesting um, stats here, some research conducted by the University of British Columbia. They found principals who participated in mindfulness-based leadership programs uh, reported an increase in their ability to manage stress and regulate their emotions, as well as improved relationships with staff, students, and parents. So again, just backing up um, the the why behind this is is um, yep. is good information. And then yeah. the you you want to take one here? You go ahead and okay. read this one, and then I, I'm gonna I got a couple that I'm gonna okay. just end with. Um, this other one, a 2020 survey conducted by the National Association of Elementary School Principals. of principals stated that they believe social emotional skills are very important to a child's academic success. Mindfulness practices can help principals cultivate these skills and create a more supportive and positive school environment. So more along the line of, like I said, it's good for the kids. We got to understand that it's good for us too. And we need to kind of start taking our own medicine. Absolutely. And I think these statistics and facts emphasize the potential benefits of mindfulness for principals in terms of what you said, stress reduction improved emotional regulation. Cause if you, if you can be under, under control and, and regulated with your emotions, mm-hmm. you're going to be a lot more, I'm going to say balanced and be able to clearly, uh, think, respond, uh, to questions, to things happening around you. And then obviously creating a, a positive school involved, uh, culture. Two other things I want to just, uh, share here. This goes more for just kind of in general, when you're talking mindfulness, according to a recent study, 83% of leaders, 83% of leaders who practice mindfulness report improved decision-making abilities. And that's exactly what I was just saying there. Mm-hmm. When you're emotionally regulated and you are mindful of, of your current being and the, and the surroundings around you, you uh, have, you're going to have better 
decision-making abilities. And then a survey conducted among the Fortune 500 CEOs revealed that 80% of them believe that mindfulness practice enhances their leadership effectiveness. So again, this is why we're talking about it. Um, these are the, the the reasons. I mean, you know, mindfulness is what it is for principles, right? We we've, mm-hmm. we've laid that out. These are these are some of the reasons that back it up and support it, like you said. So I think this is just really really crucial. Well, think about it like this: somebody thought it was important enough to to conduct a survey of Fortune 500 CEOs about <laughs> mindfulness. Think about that. Right. Like clearly, right. it's important. Right. And so those are some of your, yeah, those are some of your top leaders around the world. Right. So um, I want to ask you a question here. Okay. So let's, go, let's get into how does mindfulness benefit principles? Okay. Well, I, mean, I, I know we've talked yeah, a little we've bit talked about, about this, it. Hey, I'm going to say, I'm going to jump, j- jump right in and say, you know, the first thing it's going to do is leaders are going to be able to develop self-awareness, um, Emotional intelligence, we've used that term before. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of different different intelligences. Intelligences, uh, yeah. Emotional is one of them. Um, and resilience. Uh, it's gonna I like en- that, yeah. Yeah, it's going to enhance focus and clarity, um, which is obviously going to lead to better decision-making, um, improved relationships with team members. Um, let's see... Speaking of emotional intelligence, and you know that's gonna that's referring to that ability to recognize and understand, uh, manage one's emotions, um, and it's really just about being aware of, of again being aware of your own feelings and how that affects how that be how that affects behavior. Um, mm-hmm. You know why why did I do what I did, right? Mm-hmm. I'm and and I don't think a lot of people go down that road and and, and really ask themselves why did I respond to that person that way. Well, mm-hmm. it's because I was, I was feeling this thing, this emotion, and it really didn't even have anything to do with the person that I exploded on. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to be able to fix anything you're not aware of, right? We say that all the time. It starts with you. You got to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, emotional intelligence. I mean, that's a critical skill for effective leadership. It, it enables a leader to build those strong relationships, communicate effectively. Um, and again, just making sound decisions. I mean, there's so many, there's so many, we could go on. I mean, the whole show could just be this one question. Yeah. Benefit. Yeah. So yeah. as a principle, I mean, you, you're going to have to see, okay, <coughs> you know, cause sometimes, you know, you hear the word mindfulness and they say, oh, it's a buzzword or, mm-hmm. oh, it's a voo, you know, whatever. But really at the end of the day, I mean, if you, if you really dig into the research like we've done and dig into some of the people that we know the top the top leaders, the top principals, all that stuff around doing it and using it and finding benefits to it, to themselves and to the, to their school culture. Well, you know what, we better start, we better start paying attention and start, uh, and start doing that. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to shoot one to you here. Um, How can you provide, or can you provide actually, can you provide an example of a mindful leadership practice? Yeah, I'm gonna just a simple one that I, I would start out with just for principles would be just mindful listening, and really what that is is principles who practice mindful listening, they're fully present during a conversation. I don't care if that's with a conversation with a colleague, conversation with a parent that could be on the phone, uh, that could be face to face, but they're actively listening without judgment. Again, actively okay. listening without judgment and demonstrating empathy. And we talked about empathy 
on a previous show about being an empathetic leader and how important that is. Because if you can empathize with the emotions or, or, or understanding maybe how what people are are feeling uh, or letting them know that you don't necessarily have to feel that, but letting them know that, hey, I understand, I have, I'm showing genuine concern uh, or care for you, uh, that is going to, at the end of the day, just this whole thing about mindful listening is going to cultivate trust and strengthen relationships. I want to share just some other examples of mindful principle or mindful leadership practices. Um, is that whole, you said it earlier, awareness, that presence, right? Being mm -hmm. present and being aware uh, focusing on the task at hand and being fully engaged in interactions. And what I mean by that is, and I'm at fault at this and I catch myself and I try to do a better job of this, but if, if I'm doing something, sometimes my thoughts are away from what I should be doing. Does that ever happen to you, Kevin? All the time. Yeah. And so that happens to me too. And so then I'm like, okay, how can I be fully present in what I'm doing and not let my thoughts get ahead of me or get away from me. So it's, again, it's that awareness there. Um, you know, the really, cause, cause what, what happens is we try to multitask. Mm -hmm. We try to do five or six or two or three or four different things, but we're really not present with one. So are we doing them well at all? I don't know. That's, that's another, that's another thing, but really putting full attention to each situation. Um, and then just having that, the word, the word or words I like to use is just calm. Have you, mm -hmm. you know that, that, and there's a, what is there an app out there, right? Called mm -hmm. the calm app, right? Mm -hmm. The calm app and, and finding that clarity. Um, a piece that you also mentioned a little bit earlier is just my principles, mindful principles regularly engage. An example could be engage in self-reflection mm -hmm. to gain insight into their thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. Maybe you assess and you know, you've, uh, have you, let me ask you this question and I know you have because we've gone through this and we've gone through this um, as principals and as leaders, but do those assessments of your strengths, your weaknesses and areas for growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for right? sure. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. I, it's, I, I would say personally, you know, I probably don't do a good enough job of, I don't have like a, like an official self-reflection process. Um, yeah. I would say, one of the areas within self reflection within self reflection that I struggle with is is that judgment piece, mm -hmm. um, because I will overly self reflect. I will I will mm -hmm. take a situation and I will kind of beat myself up on it for you know days or weeks. Um, so I need to do maybe a little bit better job of that. But uh, but yeah, I, I often kind of at the end of every day, I kind of kind of go back through my mind and think about the day and and uh, what went well, what didn't go well, and kind of come up with with ideas or hypotheses as why things didn't go well and see if you can make some adjustments. And now a word about our partner, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota, HealthWise is ready and able to assist you 
with becoming the best version of yourself. And now back to the show. And I think that's one, that's a, that's an area that I, you know, knowing you, I, I do believe you do a really good job of that. Um, but like you said, sometimes to a fault where you start to maybe judge or be critical of yourself mm-hmm. and that's where you're, you're noticing and trying to move that away. But a few other ones I would just say is just the examples of a, of a mindful principle, just being compassionate um, towards, towards yourself. First of all, be compassionate towards yourself. And when I say, you know, not being critical of yourself, how can you be more compassionate to yourself and, and others with, and that can be, uh, you know, kindness, support, creating a safe, uh, work environment, uh, stress management, uh, is another one is principles, uh, mindful principles, prioritize their self care. And, maybe they they are they're practicing mindful meditation deep breathing exercises i know you and i have talked about that mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about cold therapy mm-hmm. and cold therapy is a stress management technique um engage in physical activities to reduce stress um two other ones here i'm going to quickly mention and then uh i've got a question here for you but intention setting mindful principles set clear intentions for their actions for their decisions and their interactions they are very clear of setting those intentions and and that can start on your drive to work and that's a lot of what i do when i take my you know i don't i don't know i don't have to drive that far to work i got maybe a 12 sometimes 15 minute mm-hmm. drive to work that is my time in the morning where i'm very clear on setting my intentions for the day when it comes to actions, decisions, and interactions. So um, that is it. And then the the last thing is um, conflict resolution. When you are a mindful principal, you will approach conflicts with curiosity and openness. A lot of times when you go into a conflict, you're guarded. You, you're guarded and you're like, you know what, I'm... I, you know, you might come aggressive, you might be angry, but when you are practicing mindfulness and you are present and aware of how you're feeling, your thoughts, your, your non-judgment to yourself and, and others, you're going to go into a conflict with more, more curious mindset and openness. Um, and you'll, you'll listen, you'll, you'll seek to find a, you know, the so-called win-win solutions and all that stuff so yeah that those are some examples that i would say um being a mindful principle um you know put into practice that's what that could look like so i'm gonna ask you kevin um you know based on the things that we've read based on the things that we know you and i again very grateful that we um uh, get to spend time with uh health wise um and the therapists that we've had a chance to meet and talk to and interview and all that stuff. So we've learned a lot, but is mindfulness relevant? And this, I almost feel like this is just a question. I'm just, I'm, I'm lobbing <laughs> one out here for you, pal. Okay. Yeah. Knock this one out of the park. Okay. <laughs> is mindfulness relevant in a high pressure principal role? <laughs> yeah. That is kind of a softball. <laughs> yeah, it is relevant. It's extremely relevant. Um, real quickly, let, let me just kind of read you, um, kind of go down a list of of things that that 
make it relevant or, or, or mm-hmm. benefits that you're going to get. And some of it, obviously we've, we've already talked about, but stress management, okay. High pressure, mm-hmm. high pressure leadership roles that, that we're in, they come with increased stress and, and responsibilities, mindfulness practices. You mentioned it, meditation, deep breathing. Um, it's going to help alleviate stress. Okay. So mm-hmm. is that relevant? Yes, it's relevant. Uh, enhanced decision-making. We're making decisions all the time. Okay. Quick decisions, sometimes emotional decisions. Sometimes, you know, one of the things I thought about is, is why do leaders make quick decisions? And when I think about myself, if I'm apt to make a quick decision, and if I really think back and reflect on it, oftentimes I think there's a strong emotion tied to that decision. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if I'm honest with myself, if I had waited some time, I might've made a different decision because the emotion level then comes down and kind of restabilizes. Mm -hmm. So yes, enhanced decision-making again, relevant, uh, Mm -hmm. emotional regulation. I was just talking about it. (laughs) Mindfulness leader, you know, helps leaders uh, develop that emotional intelligence, allowing them to regulate their emotions, uh, in those high pressure situations, uh, that's going to help with relationships. It's going to help with, with, um, um, decision making, making sure that you're creating and, and maintaining that positive work environment. Can I, you know, I just want to say yeah. this when you when you say high pressure, mm-hmm. you know, when I think of the principalship, and I know both you and I are, you know, we spend our time in the high school setting. We are, you know, high yep. school principals, and all the things that go along with that. I'm, and I'm, you know, there's middle school, there's yeah. there's uh, elementary, and. Uh, they're all high pressure for sure. They're all high pressure roles that, um, are, are constantly, uh, throwing demands at mm-hmm. us all the time. So when you're talking about all this stuff, I keep thinking to myself, like I go back, uh, I'm going to go back like 10 years mm-hmm. where I was 10 years ago and where I am now, totally different. Yeah. I mean, I, the, the amount of, even when I was on my way home today, I, I called my wife and, and just had a conversation. And sometimes I'll just process a few things with her. But um, she even made the comment to me where I, when we have these conversations now compared to where I was like 10 years ago, sure. it's totally different. I mean, I'd be bouncing off the wall in the freaking car. Like I wanted to like, <laughs> ah, freaking out. Now it's a total different thing. Yeah. You know, I'm able to really gather myself, uh, really be present and feel myself. But that's what I'm talking about on these high, these high pressure jobs. It's so important for, to figure out ways. And that's why I'm, I'm really excited that, you know, you purchased that, um, uh, what am I called the device, right? It's the whoop whoop device, but yeah, just to be able to start to do some of those things. And just so that's so important because if we want to continually be in this profession, which we love this profession and there's so many great things, we got to do a really good job of, going inward to figure out things we can do to take care of ourselves. Cause all the external stuff, all the nuts and bolts that we have to do, I think we can all do that. But the thing that we got to do a better job of is taking care of ourselves. hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. I interrupt you. Keep going. No, you're there's good. A, a couple, a couple left. Um, um, improve focus and concentration. Okay. Again, high pressure roles, um, pretty much require you to be intensely on your game and concentrating mm-hmm. and the ability to juggle multiple tasks, um, practices, mindful practices. They train the mind to stay focused and be present in the moment, reducing those distractions and um, increasing that concentration level. So again, relevant. Absolutely. 
Uh, resilience and adaptability. Okay, you were just what you were just talking about reminds me of resiliency, just being able to get through hard stuff. Um, and that mindfulness practice, it builds that resiliency, which is crucial for these high pressure mm-hmm. roles. Uh, developing that non reactive mindset and accepting, I like that word, accepting the imperfections uh, and the uncertainties of the situation. I mean, you, you have to, in order to do this job, I feel like you really have to accept the notion that sometimes you just don't know the answer and, Absolutely. and, and there might not be a good answer mm-hmm. and you just have to be okay with that. And that's, that's difficult. Right. That's difficult for a lot of people. And, um, you know, especially, you know, a lot of leaders, I think there's a, I think there's a correlation between leadership and kind of that type A personality, um, where they just kind of want to control everything. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's hard to be able to sit with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. So, so you asked, is mindfulness practice uh, relevant to our roles? <laughs> I just, I just, I don't know, gave you I, I six or seven I, reasons. Yeah, it's you, relevant. You took that softball and it, you <laughs> knocked it, it out over, of the park. You put it out of the park. That, yeah. You did a great job of that. Hey, let's wrap this show up. I, you know, part of what, why we do this show, Kevin, is we, 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 we love what we do, mm-hmm. but we're always trying to get better and figure mm-hmm. out ways that we know that mindfulness is it plays a big part in, in what we do but let's let's leave uh the folks with just really practical strategies sure. i mean just stuff that they could start implementing today tomorrow yeah and so if you're out there and you're listening you're like hey how what could i do yeah you know let, let, let's let's leave uh, our listeners with uh with some my mind is going to be start your day with something uh in the realm of mindfulness and so you know the last uh show we actually i shared with you that you you had asked me if i had coffee or how i drink my coffee or something to that effect and lately i i I said you know normally i i bring my coffee with me and i might have it in the car i might have it by the time you know i still have it when i'm at work lately i've been having it at home and what i've been doing and i've been very intentional about it and um it's not a long practice uh but i grab my coffee and I sit on my couch and I don't have the TV on and I just sit there and I focus. It sounds funny, but I just focus on my cup of coffee. Yeah. And, and, um, it's, I I don't know. It just, it's a, it's a way to almost just kind of, you know, center myself, I guess. And just, um, I'm not thinking about what's going on 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 my calendar that day. Um, it's, Mm -hmm. it's just time for me to sit there and just notice. Yeah. And, um, it's not complicated uh, and it's, it, I will say, I think it helps. Mm -hmm. So start your day with something. It doesn't have to be that, but just do something that is purposefully mindful. Yeah. I love it. And it could be as simple as just, uh, noticing that, uh, you're brushing your teeth because sometimes you go through the morning and all of a sudden you're like, did I brush my teeth? Did I put deodorant on? Sure. You know? But just really noticing and yeah. being aware. How about you? What do you got? Um, for me, I would say just a, a strategy that uh, a principal could just start is practice uh, simple meditation. Now, this doesn't need to be meditation. Doesn't need to doesn't need to scare anybody because uh, listen, if if I can work through this practice and and you know go through this, I think anybody can. But really. It does, you know, people think meditation. I don't want them to think like an hour, half hour. Just set aside three minutes, two minutes, one minute. This, if you can practice setting aside, I'm just going to say two minutes a day 
sit in a quiet space and just focus on your breath or the sensations in your body. Very similar to how you start your day mindfully, right? Mm -hmm. You start your day mindfully sitting down with your cup of coffee and just mindfully being there. Just put a practice together and that could be after work. It could be before work. Hey, Mac, you, heck, you could even maybe shut your door. And I've, I've done this before too. If I know I have uh, lots of things are coming at me and I'm really feeling myself get out of my body, I'll shut my door and I'll spend like two minutes just focusing on my breath and where I'm sitting and really trying to calm my myself down before I go. But really to do that, focus on your breath, sensations in your body, feeling, noticing, the chair uh, that you're sitting on, notice your feet on the floor, the breath going in through your nose, out through your mouth, uh, maybe how, how you, you know, how do you feel in your body, all those type of things. When you can cultivate that mindfulness and bring a sense uh, uh, of calmness uh, to your, that, that can help bring that calmness uh, to your professional and personal life. Um, and then the other thing I would say <clears throat> that goes along with that, that meditation is like I said earlier, and for me, this is, I do this on my drive to work is, is, um, set the intentions for the day ahead. Um, mm -hmm. so that's it. So what are some other ones here, Kevin? Cause we got, we got, we have plenty of them here that we, that we put together. Oh, geez. What else we have? Um, well, this kind of, you know, mind a routine. Um, you kind of talked about that gratitude practice. I actually, I, I did something this morning that I haven't done ever before mm -hmm. we have a little whiteboard on our on our refrigerator uh for mm -hmm. like taking notes and stuff and i left my wife three things that i was grateful for today awesome and and um i like that i'm gonna do it tomorrow i love it what a great well, that's a great little little thing there hey i want to go back to you know i was talking about um meditation and some people think meditation is where you have to just sit sit on a mountain sit on a mountain yeah, yeah. and you um, but really it could be it could be a walking meditation really it could sure. be like um taking a mindful walk maybe you know maybe it's in the building maybe it's you're going for a walk before school maybe you come home from work you put your things down you put you, you know put some shoes on and you just go for a 15 20 minute half hour walk um just focusing on the surroundings and the sensations and going back to how you described mindfulness. It's a practice, mm -hmm. right? So we got to keep that language. It's a practice, but just noticing, noticing the sensations in your body, noticing the things around you and just being present with that. Yeah. And like I said, you know, the, the routine piece, I mean, you kind of spoke to that, but, um, setting, setting aside, you know, specific times of the day where mm -hmm. maybe you, you, um, you know, I see, I see staff do this. I see staff, you know, take a, take a lap around the building during their lunch. Yeah. And mm -hmm. to me, that's, they're being intentional and they're kind of resetting themselves. And, um, so find something that works for you. You know, we're all busy, but I, I guarantee regardless of what you do, you got five minutes, you got five yeah. minutes at some point in the day where you can pause and do something that falls into this category. So find something, stick it into your routine and, and be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. Another one, uh, another simple uh, strategy that uh, a principle, practical, very practical, is the next time that you're in a meeting or a conversation with um, a parent or maybe you have a meeting with a team, make just a conscious effort to be fully present and attentive. 
notice notice where you are listen listen <coughs> intently to others without judgment or interruption and again I'll, I'll be honest i've sat sometimes in a meeting or i've sat somewhere and i'm listening and then i notice myself like I want to start making judgments like why this stupid why why would we do something like this right? <laughs> i mean i'll i mean and i'm sure that i'm yeah. sure that i've been standing up in front of a group and people are like well this is stupid why would we do it you know so it but it, listen actively and intently without judgment or interruption and then respond mindfully mm-hmm. and and that will you know, help with your communication and understanding yeah. so that's another one you can do another uh quick strategy that you can implement Wherever you are, doesn't matter what time of the day, just make sure you're taking mindful breaks. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be, you don't even have to leave the room. Here's the other right. thing. People don't even know you need, don't even need to know you're taking a mindful break. You can do Absolutely. it without somebody yeah. knowing. You can yeah. be in a, in a busy environment and you can still take a mindful break. Um, mm-hmm. Just, again, pause, notice your breath, notice the sensations around you. Um, be, be in that moment and, and, and connect with, with how you're feeling. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be this big, huge, obvious thing. It can be a quick 30 second, one minute, uh, moment where you are just in your, in yourself and, and noticing. And, uh, that's gonna, that's gonna lower some, some stress and reduce some anxiety if you're, if you're feeling it at the moment. Mm Mm-hmm. The other thing too, especially now during the holiday season, we get we get so critical of ourselves, or, or, or maybe old stuff comes up from the holidays, or pain comes up, or trauma, secondary trauma, whatever that may be. Really, here's a here's a a thing that I wish all of us um, in the world would do is just treat yourself with kindness, mm-hmm. treat yourself with understanding, especially during challenging times. Practice that self compassion acknowledge your strengths and even just acknowledge some, maybe your limitations without judgment or self-criticism, just notice them. They're there. This can enhance uh, your resilience and well-being as a principle. So, and then I'm going to say one other one here, Kevin, because this is one that have you ever, I don't know if you've ever done this before. Have you ever done a body scan before? Yeah, I've, I've been involved with somebody leading one. Yeah. What I'll do sometimes at night before I go to bed, Obviously, um, there, you know, there's a practice that I do too. Just what, what am I grateful for my day mm-hmm. and for the people that uh, I've interacted with? And then I set my intention for the night, just, you know, myself. Sure. Just practicing a body scan is just laying laying there at the end of the day and just, and just, wa- or just talking your body through, like, I feel my toes, I feel my ankles. I feel the sensation up my, you know, my calf to my knees, to my thighs, you know, and just really notice that and then breathe in and then breathe out and just try to let go of releasing the tension and stress from your body to prepare yourself for a restful, uh, you know, sleep. So that's another one. Again, those are, those are great strategies that, I mean, principals can start doing tomorrow, today, whenever they're listening to it, they can start doing that. So um, remember that incorporating mindfulness practices takes time, consistency, and the word that Kevin used, practice. It's practice. Start with small steps, gradually build upon them, 
And by integrating mindfulness into both your professional and personal life, you can experience greater well-being, improve focus, and better decision-making abilities. We hope these strategies are helpful for principals looking to incorporate mindfulness practices into their life. So, Kevin, takeaway. I want you. I want to. I want you to share a takeaway, and I'll share a takeaway here for the listeners. Yeah, out of everything that we talked about, um, the one that I'm, I'm I'm mentioning this one because I'm I'm going to try to implement this one with myself. Um, this is where I feel like I lack a little bit. Um, practice active listening. I'm I'm going to go all in, and I'm going to I'm going to set some strong intentions to make sure that I'm giving my full attention uh, to those that I'm having conversations with. I'm going to listen and I'm going to really seek to, to try to understand the perspective on it. And here's the hardest part. I'm going to try not to judge. That's the hardest <laughs> yeah. part. I'm going to, I'm going to commit yeah. to that. And so that's my takeaway. And that's what I'm going to challenge others to, to try as well. Love it. I'm going to, uh, especially like I said, we're, we're, uh, right before, uh, midst of holidays here, all that stuff, middle of December, encourage yourself to take a mindful break mm-hmm. and get a, you get stressed you get overwhelmed everything's coming at you kevin like you said take a short break people don't even know that you have to do it <laughs> right. maybe you just shut right. your door yep. maybe you go for a maybe you go for a walk whatever throughout the day or it could just be like i said mindful breathing breathing in through your nose for four seconds holding it for four seconds releasing it out for four seconds a moment of stillness just to focus in on where i'm sitting what i'm noticing so Incorporate those into your day. That's awesome. Hey, that wraps up today's episode. And uh, we appreciate you checking us out and listening to the episode regarding uh, the power of mindfulness and leadership. We hope that you gain some valuable insights and strategies to enhance your leadership journey. And remember, by cultivating mindfulness, you can unlock your full potential as a leader. So stay tuned for more episodes and thank you for listening. Yep. Thanks for tuning in today to the 2P pod. Until next time, keep living and leading the purpose. Remember, it starts with you.